All right. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the start of season three, uh, episode one here for the uh, this next go around of the Last Things Last podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Myers, joined as always by MJ Nesgoda and Justin Mandia. Say hi to the listeners, gentlemen. Hello. Hey, oh, Kev, what are you drinking there? This is called the Shiphead <laughs> uh, American Wheat Ale. <laughs> From local brewery Logboat. Shout out Logboat here in Columbia. By the way, I tried. Um, you guys ever been to Owls? Oh yeah, um, on the West Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They have like all Pizza Boy Brewery and stuff. I I ventured in there and tried some of their beers. They're actually quite good. Yeah, the dude, they have a ton. Yeah, they have a ton of stuff. When I when I first opened up. Um, I went over there with my brother. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah. All right. So we've got a lot to dive into, boys. So happy new year. Glad to see you both are healthy. Um, uh, we've got a lot. God, I get a tooth out. <laughs> we've got a lot. Well, that's your fault because you don't know how to drive. Um, so now we're going to go ahead. It's, it's from his accident. It's so, fair. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to talk <laughs> We're going to blow past that for a second. Um, oh, first of all, I do want to kick off this episode by saying congrats to USA Hockey winning the World Juniors. By the way, what was up with the photo they took the other night that everyone was all okay. in uproar about? I, I'm very yeah. confused about that. So th- there was a trash can with the uh, Canadian logo on it. Oh. And we all, is well, we all assumed what you're thinking right now, apparently, and this is probably just BS to get out of trouble, but they were like, no, nah, we just, we've had this mantra, just one barrel at a time, keep knocking them over. So we brought out this barrel. I was like, okay, no, you're saying Canada's garbage. Like oh. we know exactly oh, what you're doing right now. that's a bold statement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so America Kev, gold medal winners, man. I looked at that photo for like 10 minutes and I'm like, Someone in the comments has to tell me what I'm missing here. Nope, not one person say I'm like, You're looking for hand hand signals. You're like, what are they? I was watching the broadcast because they went into it right after the game and they're out there, they took their picture, and then all of a sudden this guy's pushing a blue trash can onto the ice. I was like, Does that have the Canada logo on it? (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) So Oh, okay. Now that all makes complete sense. (laughs) It was a classic American move. Um speaking of trash cans, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Good segue. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, the birds, as y'all call them. Um, This is MJ and Justin's favorite squad, of course. So I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one and kind of moderate it. Um, So here's the deal. Uh, The Eagles coming off a catastrophic four-win season. A lot of issues. And a half. Four and a half. Get it right. We got a tie in there. Fair enough. My bad. Four and a half wins. Good job. Um, from the coaching on down to the injury issues yet again, to the Carson Wentz drama, I'm going to go ahead and start with this question for both of you guys. Is this more on Doug Peterson or more on Carson Wentz? MJ, you first. Let's, let's go, um, baby. I, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I, disli- I dislike them equally. MJ, um, if we're, if, are we free agents technically for fandom? I'm, I'm about one season away. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm about to have a man. If this happens next season, I will have a breakdown, and I'll probably become a Jaguars fan. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> pick a team oh. I know is going to disappoint me. All right. Just... I'm going to blame – I'm actually going to go a few seasons back here. To the right. year that we won the Super Bowl, I'm going to blame a lot of this on Doug Peterson. He wins a Super Bowl on the luckiest run in the playoffs you could possibly have. Our backup came in, 
played lights out. He has played garbage everywhere else he's been except with the Eagles. And honestly, with the Eagles for most of the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, it was the stars aligned perfectly. We played amazing football, the underdog mentality, everything. And then this man goes and writes a book about winning a Super Bowl, I believe called Fearless, I think was the yeah, name of the book. I have it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He writes a book. He fell into a Super Bowl. He literally fell into a Super Bowl. And he writes a book as if he's Bill Belichick. And from then on out, I think he's I think he's in the mindset that he's this football genius and he's not. A lot of the credit to that season, the development of Carson Wentz, has to go to um, Frank Wright. He was amazing. I mean, look what he's doing with the Colts. I did not expect the Colts to even be half decent this year. Um, I will blame more on Doug Peterson for the play calling, for the arrogance, and then just the end of this year proved it without – when he put Sudfeld in, I was just like, to what, to secure the sixth pick over the ninth? Who cares? Like, and just the way they did it, you know, and oh, I have a still, whole thing on We're, we're going to pick Jalen Rager again anyway. So <laughs> so who cares? But I just – like, I don't even care about the picks because, I mean, another person I think deserves a lot of blame is Harry Roseman who has royally screwed up every draft. Well, I'll, let you get in, I'll let you get into that, okay. but I want okay. to keep it right on I the tracks blame, here. I will blame Doug Peterson more. I think Wentz deserves a lot wow. of blame, but he – oh, dude, I'm, I'm over – ever since he threw the temper tantrum on the sideline now about being traded, you're play, you're this – I think I looked at the rankings the other day of, like, starting quarterbacks. He's just above Sam Darnold. Like, you've played that bad. Well, you, and you, I can't, think, you can't blame it all yeah. on the coach. You, I've watched you miss wide open throws. I've watched you hold on to the ball too long and try to play hero ball. This is not all on him, but I'm going to blame Doug Peterson more than I will blame Carson Wentz. All right, so most blame on Peterson, but some on Wentz. Justin, rebuttal, sir. <laughs> no rebuttal. I hate Doug Peterson. I don't <laughs> like him at all. <laughs> He's a garbage coach. I've, I've said it from like, I don't like him. It, it, the thing is, I always made fun of Steelers fans with the AB thing when everyone was getting all hype about AB coming in a hot air balloon or some nice car. And I'm like, it's going to be adorable until it all melts. You down did call that. Not be you funny absolutely anymore. called right? that. Right. But I didn't call it for my own team when <laughs> I was saying, you know, how, how awesome Doug was for making these gutsy play calls on fourth down that all seemed to hit in 2017 and now those same play calls are all failing all the time oh, miserably they're not like, even close they're, they're not, not even, even close. close so i and the thing is i'm not going to I, I and i don't know if we'll get into this as far as you know keeping or getting rid of carson wentz i'm not I, i'm definitely on the wentz train still um i think one bad year um, and if we get into it, I was looking back at a couple of quarterbacks Kevin and I were talking about um, before on, on Facebook for a while. We were talking about uh, Ben had almost an identical season, and I think it was his third or fourth season. It's Wentz's fifth, but for all intents and purposes, fourth because of injury. Yeah, the, um, year, the year after they won the 2008 Super Bowl, Ben had like mm, a travesty of it a was, year. He had a 17. And, and after 15, the 05 one. Yeah. yeah. He had a 17 and 15 season. Wentz had a 16 yeah. and 15. Like, uh, yeah. and yeah. Matt Ryan, I, 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 Matt I don't Ryan think you has can a similar compare the line. Ben thing. There was so many, Kevin, just bear with me here. You don't have to get mad. There were so many off the field issues that were taking place there were. that there I were. don't think, I don't think he was fully invested in football. Carson no. Wentz is fully invested in football and still playing like trash. You'd think. But the thing is, I think that you can look at it though, where 
if if the Steelers gave up on Ben, when when we look at Carson with his 27 and 7 last season, 23 and 7, 38 and 7, like the past three seasons, you don't go from being a top 10 quarterback in the league to then all of a sudden I, I want to see two years of and I know that we can't as a franchise handle two more years of this, but I want to see two years of that or three years of that before I'm ready to say, okay, this guy's just garbage now. You know, I think that we Oh, because it, he proved himself so because early. He proved yeah. himself so early. He yeah. had a near MVP season. And in the past two seasons were very good seasons. Top 15 quarterback seasons. Like, I don't know if you can give up on a guy because of that. And then I started to transition a little bit and say, oh, you know what? Jalen Hurts, he's kind of nice. He's been really good. And then he just was garbage after the first two games too. Uh, ended up seven for 20. And, and all this to say, I don't think it, matters who's quarterback as long as doug peterson is calling plays we aren't going to win more we're not going to be a 500 team yeah but you can't you can't hold that on jalen hurts the offense isn't tailored to what he does but the thing is the offense isn't tailored to what any quarterback does because doug peterson's play calling is run everyone as far downfield as possible and then have a makeshift line unless that person old and terrible run everyone down the field unless that person's a running back (laughs) <laughs> yeah well exactly or in- i looked at i looked at the stats this year miles sanders only r- rushed the ball 164 Dude, times they didn't run they did not run no and, and he still he still almost had a thousand yards yes yeah he is our best player by far and we don't give him the ball that's doug peterson that isn't a carson wentz thing our offensive line had 12 different combinations i think most in the nfl that's not carson wentz that's we can't stay healthy. Yeah, but I, had... I think that falls on that falls that falls to your GM not being able to make moves to back yeah, up each position. That, that too. We had a ragtag band of receivers again. Like again, we every why do we year. keep doing that? <laughs> and the thing is, like we can talk all we want about Rager, but honestly, we don't. I don't know if we picked Justin Jefferson. I don't know if he wouldn't have put up Rager numbers this year because of what we like the way. That I, we I think he absolutely would. He he made Kirk Cousins look competent yeah but i think their offense is better i mean not really they actually, how, many, how many wins did they finish with no but i mean they actually run with dalvin cook right they're, they're more of a balanced and offense they throw to their receivers yeah yeah the, the eagles are four speed tight ends and throw deep bombs that also he needs to go to too. i'm sorry Ertz needs to or, go yeah i'm i'm thinking the same but but yeah all that to say i think that it's mostly on doug um I think that Wentz did. I won't sit here and, you know, baby him anymore. I'm definitely a big Wentz fan, but I think that, you know, he he definitely had a bad season, but I think he deserves another chance at being a starter. And I don't think Hertz did anything in the four, uh, in the five games that he started to warrant uh, winning a starting job for next year. He did it with his feet, but yeah. From a non-Eagles fan perspective here, I, I agree with a lot of what you guys said. I think that while Carson Wentz did have a bad season, I do agree that there were a lot of factors that were out of his control. Um, and I am one that will bash Carson Wentz freely because, you know, in our group chat, Justin bashes Ben. For when Ben has like a 400-yard game, he's like, Ben's terrible. So I just like to give Carson Wentz some garbage. But I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a good talent. Um I do agree. I think he deserves another chance. And I am absolutely a believer in the fact that if for some reason y'all trade him, I think if he goes to Indianapolis, that team's going to win a Super Bowl with him. I think Frank Reich and Carson Wentz together can take the Colts with that defense 
and a little bit more additional. Yeah, but nobody's paying for his contract, so we're stuck with him anyway. Well, I think the here's the thing, work. though. There are rumors contract... that Carson Wentz would renegotiate. What do you mean his contract is good? It's, it's, not, saying it's, not, re- it's not good, but it's not like the worst contract. In the the rumors are yeah. he would renegotiate for a trade. Oh, okay. If he's willing to renegotiate, that's a yeah. whole different ballgame. But yeah. no one's taking his current contract. They were rumoring the Steelers, too. And the, I, I said the same thing. I was like, we already are tied up in Ben. So much yeah, for like year. eighty million a year. Yeah, <laughs> like we gave him so much on that extension. Like, there's yeah, it was no a, way. Like Twilight extension. Yeah, we could bring him. Which is in. good. To so, do. yeah, but it, you know, it's one of those things where, and I agree, Doug Peterson's got to go, and I don't think he is. I think he's going to stick around for another season or two. Um, you know that that press conference uh, with him and Howie Roseman was an absolute train wreck. It was just general BS the whole time of. Hey, well, you know, we believe in Doug and we believe in what we're doing here. And Doug Peterson just sat there and it was, like the first it was, three minutes. Of it. it was so bad. Man. I turned it off. I was like, well, and this is not learning anything. I'm on the fire Doug train. I don't like Doug Peterson at all. But I think the one caveat is if you get a good offensive coordinator, any offensive coordinator at this right. point, not who we currently have. I don't want any hire from within. I don't want Deuce Staley. I want a freaking outside hire. I'm not sure I want Deuce Staley either, and I love Deuce Staley. No, I want an offensive coordinator that's shown proven success. Unfortunately, Deuce can't show proven success with his running backs because Doug wouldn't call a play to run. You should the look ball. among the college ranks for that. Yeah, I, I'd like Graham Harrell. I'd like. I, we should a couple. Go, we we should go get Dak Prescott. As quarterback. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, has your better, offensive coordinator. he has better career numbers <laughs> than Carson Wentz does. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the only thing Wentz hasn't beaten is touchdowns, and it's by seven. Yeah, but the thing is, with Dak's contract, he's about to re up, and we'd have to pay him a billion dollars. Yeah, because he's going to want a um, huge. That's fine. Money. He has a proven track record of fucking of winning. Of winning. There we go, MJ. <laughs> Sorry. Season of three. Winning. I'm so angry. I hate the Eagles. Um, <laughs> but I think if you get an offensive coordinator, um, to work with Carson Wentz and you have Doug as just the figurehead basically and the raw raw guy I think in 2017 he was a really good raw raw guy you know what I'm saying like the reason yeah. we all fell in love with Doug was because we had Frank Reich that was kind of pumping the brakes on some of his garbage play calling but then also yeah. he was kind of left to be more motivational um and you know like the positive guy now he's motivational positive guy but making horrible play calls and he's losing the team so, all right, before we before we move on from the Eagles, I do want to ask this. Do you guys, prediction-wise, do you guys think the Eagles will hold on to Wentz for another season, or do you think they go in a new direction? I just found my checkbook. I've been looking for that forever. <laughs> anyway, um, I, think they, um, I think they end up holding on to him. One, like MJ said, I don't think his contract is is as bad as what we're saying here 56 million dollars in dead cap over the next two years if we were and i'm not bobby bonilla-ing him which is what i'm saying i'm saying i don't think it's that bad but i think it's bad enough that the eagles are just going to be like unless you restructure no (laughs) like we can't get good capital for you because we'd rather have you even if even if he ends up losing the starting job remember when i said we overpaid him for two straight years. Do you remember that? Do you remember but when I said that? We did it. Do you remember when I said that? Very I remember and now it. we're I here. It. And now we're here. We overpaid him for no reason. The thing is, though, worst case scenario, we have the highest paid backup of all time on our bench. And we he's a really good that every and he's year. A, and he's a really good player. So we're all good. Um, Just, he's not going to He's not, not a good player. Him. I'm looking at all his career numbers. He's uh, not. 
What about 38 and 7, 23 and 7, and 28 and 7 shows you that he's not a good player? Okay. He's the best right. quarterback right. in, in uh, uh, Eagles history as far as passing guards. No that's not good, to be, that's not good to be the best in Eagles history. Are you kidding yeah, I was going to say Eagles quarterback what, what history outside of Cunningham Hamm and McNabb is – what do you compare? Uh, Doug Peterson for started Brooklyn? seven games for the Eagles. Norm Brooks Van Brocklin. <laughs> He's the only Stop. Eagles quarterback Stop. to throw for 4,000 yards, and he did it without Wasn't that with an Eagles quarterback? Did Van Brocklin play for the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but – but yeah, well, there's so a legend. he's not, he's not, he's not worth, he, he's just, he's him and golf were not worth what they were paid by any Whoa. stretch of the imagination. You're comparing him to Jared Goof? Yeah, I think he's that bad. I think they're relatively comparable, honestly, too. At least, at least Jared lost I don't lost think so. Athletic wise, God, no. I think Wentz is way more athletic than Jared Goff. Gosh, yeah, I mean, ev- evasive. Uh, yeah. You know, so to avoid, <laughs> but the thing is, I don't think that Goff is having to. up with that torn ACL, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, good thing we did that. Well, that's why he stopped running. But um, I think I don't think Goff has to be as evasive because his line isn't Swiss cheese every year either. That is true. Um, that is a very good point. But yeah, no, I think that I think the Eagles keep Wentz. Um, I I think that a lot of the stuff's blown out of proportion too. I think they end up keeping Doug against my, you know, will here, and I think we end up hiring <laughs> an offensive coordinator to try to see if we can run it back. Um. And, and see if, yeah, see if Wentz can get back to the previous three seasons form where he was a top 10 NFL quarterback. All right. Well, yeah, we're going to leave it right there. The Eagles, they've got some work to do for sure. I'm sure we'll be talking down the line. Closer I'll be a to the Jags draft, fan halfway through what, next season. What they should do in the draft. Um, so that's definitely going to be a topic we discussed. What they should do in the but, draft? Get but, a receiver that's not like Deshaun Jackson. I said we, we will we discuss it. Devontae <laughs> Smith, uh, Jamar Chase. They well, can't, no, we're going to pass no, you need a line, them. Don't drag me into this, but you need a linebacker. Jalen Waddle. You need a linebacker. Anyway, receiver, please. Monday, Monday night, Monday night, the 11th. It's the national championship game. The Ohio State Buckeyes and the Alabama Crimson Tide. It's going to be a very good game as long as Ohio State isn't COVID ridden. Um, So here we Uh, go. This is getting pulled down. You can't say that word. (laughs) Oh, God. This is gonna, um, you can't say that. Again. Can I say it's gonna, it's gonna have a it's gonna have a notification on it that says about a fact check that's gonna say, it's gonna come at me and Justin for saying all those things about the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State is seven and zero because they did not play a lot of games this season compared to the twelve and zero Crimson Tide. But thank boys, you, Chris Collinsworth. Record. That is in depth yeah. thing you just did. I there. don't think no. <laughs> I wasn't done my thought. Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't think the record. I don't think the records. I don't think the records matter at all in this no. case. I do believe that the Alabama Crimson Tide is going to run the table here. I do think it'll be more competitive than if they were playing Clemson, but um, over. I do um, believe that Alabama is going to come out here and win by at least 10. MJ, I think it's the highest over of all time in a championship. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I don't know if I love that over. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of scoring. It's going to be Bama. They're minus nine right now. I think they win by two, uh, maybe three touchdowns. What? I don't think it's close. Dude, that's that's a little off, I think. I don't think it's close. The only I think it's thing, a 10-point gap. The only the way, way that played? I can see them keep um, – I think they just, they just punch Clemson in the mouth. I think Clemson overlooked them and just assumed they were making the championship as Dabo ranked them number 11 in his poll. Dude, that's uh, still wild. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
I think they overlooked Ohio State being the four seed, figured, hey, we're going to win this, get in, you know, rematch against Bama for the 19th straight year. And uh, and yeah, they, they just overlooked them. I think Bama's going to race <laughs> Ohio State. The only thing I can say, though, is if that Sermon, uh, their running back, he's put together the best like three-week stretch I think I've ever seen a college running back. It's like, crazy, man. Insane. It's crazy. That's very Ohio State. Remember Cordell Jones? <laughs> Like yeah. all this, it's, it's a very game. Ohio State thing to do. Yeah, he yeah, had like 300-some yards rushing the other. Like, I mean, heck, if it works for you. So that's one way. If they can keep Bama's offense off the field. If not, it's just going to be a track meet. And I, I I pick Bama by at least two touchdowns. I will say I do like Mac Jones over Justin Fields. And I think they're both, I mean, oh, the cream like of the crop Justin. as far as it goes. But I like Justin Fields, but he's had some duds too. Like he had a really good game against Clemson. If he puts that together, great. But he also had some a dud against Northwestern, Indiana. He didn't look great. Yeah. So, MJ, who are you taking in this? If I were to bet money on it, not saying I will, I will. Uh, <laughs> I just went to my active bets in the sports book to see what I picked. <laughs> I I would take Ohio State on the money line. Wow, and your reasoning. To win, I think they're at this whole Ohio. Oh, let's be honest, Ohio's not a great state. I said it. Um, they're against this whole Ohio thing versus the world, and I think Dabo opening up his mouth was the worst thing that could happen. And I think they think Bama thinks the exact same thing. I'm sure they do think that, and I'm sure I Bama think Ohio, does think I think Ohio State wins this game. I think it's like fifty to forty, some somewhere in that range, forty-seven. Uh, this will be a 90 point just remember last time you didn't take the over and i told you to take the over and they went four overtimes and scored 90 points total well do you remember over. that with five minutes left i was very well under <laughs> and, and then you weren't <laughs> see and that's the whole thing that's why i have this game only bama by 10 because i do believe it's going to be way more competitive than you think justin i i'm really shocked you think either of these teams would beat each other by more than two touchdowns i think bama is just so good they are, but they, they're also not invincible, I don't think. They were so good against LSU and then got cracked in the mouth twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go Tigers. <laughs> that guy. That that program. Yeah, I'm Harris. starting to figure out how they won a national title with everything that keeps coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was Mizzou's highlight of the year, beating LSU early before everybody knew how bad the they were. The first week of the season, it's like, oh, <laughs> before they knew how good. bad they were. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, LSU's terrible. That's <laughs> I mean, real quick, Oh, I, I, now while we're talking about college football, can we talk about how Notre Dame got railroaded two weeks in a row? We're not shocked. Neither of us are shocked. Railroaded two weeks in a row? In a row. You scored a late touchdown that meant nothing. You got railroaded two weeks in a row. I mean, I'd say we got railroaded by Clemson for sure, but yeah, who do we who do we get railroaded by the game before? Oh, yeah, I feel like we won the game before. Hmm? Oh, we lost to Clemson again. Like I see what you're saying. Oh, oh, okay. No wait, we lost to Clemson once. Yeah, you guys lost two weeks in a row, and then we lost to Bama. I get, I got gotcha. you. So we didn't get you railroaded should have been a top Bama. four team, like I said multiple times. Who? Timeout. Texas A&M should have been in over Texas you. Texas A&M, no. Texas, yes. oh my God. Let's yes. look at best, well, look at strength of schedule. Look at strength of schedule. Oh Texas A&M gosh. played freaking no one. 
like legitimately. He's got won. a point here. He has a point here. The, the Notre, Notre Dame had by far within like the top nine had the best best second win. Like no one else had a good second win. But why we beat do you keep North Carolina teams in if you know the exact thing that's going to happen? Every time you put Notre Dame in the college they're, the they're going to get destroyed. But, but thing, that doesn't matter. It's who's the best yeah. option to they play were. in the playoff. They were. The thing is, they absolutely it, were. How they got destroyed by Clemson proves that that game was a fluke. Proves that that game was a we fluke. We knew they it, but four, they still won the first and game. And they it shouldn't be valued as much. It shouldn't Clemson's be valued defense. as much. The people Clemson's that are picking for the hurt. playoff cannot value a game based on if they think it's a fluke or not. They value it based on if it's won or lost. And, and plus, Cle- and they did. But they, they look at what sense. they look at the circumstances in that game. Trevor Lawrence wasn't there. Trevor you guys Lawrence by a touchdown in overtime. In overtime. But Trevor Lawrence shows up and you points. get destroyed. Score forty something points against Clemson's defense that wasn't hurt Great. or anyone out. Great, but you earlier you, he comes back. One player changes that whole game and you get destroyed. Well, nah, because he's yeah. a Heisman caliber. And player. the entire and the entire game script. So changed, therefore, but if you still win against him, should, it, it shouldn't be looked at as the same. It wasn't. My point think. is okay. Even if you say that's the one stain on Notre Dame this year, that's not. At all, something that would keep them out of the top yeah. four. When you look at the who's thing is, them. you got you got boat raced by the second best team in the country, and like when they were at full strength and nothing else, no other losses, won every game. Texas, and you can reference the Louisville game that we won barely, but Texas A and M had a. I'm looking at what the freaking schedule was because I know that they had um they had a weird game too where they won by like three points against someone, um. Let me see. 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 I mean, they beat LSU's crap team by 13. That's not that bad, though. Let me see. I'm looking back. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Texas A&M, when they were number five, beat Vanderbilt 17 to 12. Okay. And you did <laughs> the same thing with Louisville. And we did the same thing with Louisville. Okay. So those, so those, are, those are a wash. Go All right. Those are a wash. Texas A&M's best win. Uh, they lost by 28 to Bama. So that would have been the team they played. They Do beat Florida when they were seven. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, listen, if – if they and that's their only win that's their only win the entire season that meant anything they beat number seven florida and we saw florida have a couple duds so they beat number seven florida by three and that's it they played no one else yeah like who did they they beat mississippi state arkansas is not good south Carolina's not good lsu is bad auburn's not great Tennessee's not good. And they beat UNC in the Orange Bowl, who Notre Dame beat too. So, like, they didn't play anyone. Yeah, the, the schedules aren't comparable. Yeah. Notre Dame beat North Carolina. And, and MJ, here's the thing. Don't get us wrong. Clemson. Justin and I have watched enough Notre Dame football to agree with you that when Notre Dame gets in these games, we're going to get blasted. But it's one of those things. Who else are you going to put in over them? When you have an undefeated season, including a win over Clemson, yeah. which it, you can the call a fluke, is, but it's still a win. And, and you can say it's a fluke and you can say like they're going to get boat raced by Clemson and you knew they were going to get boat raced by Bama, but we also knew A&M was going to get boat raced oh, by Bama because we saw too. it earlier yeah. in the year. They gave up 54 to Bama. Like, yeah, what, that was their what, that third game, game of the year. That was their third game of the year, right? Yeah. What does it matter? They, they won seven of... in a row. Against what what who? Okay. So Bama, who you guys say are up here, nobody's touching them. You think they're beating the win the national title game by three touchdowns. So they lost them. I didn't that's say expected. that. I didn't that's say that. Ex- I'm not pointing at you. You said that, you guys. Ex- I said you. Anyway, jeez. <laughs> anyway, so they lose that game. <laughs> we expect them to lose that game. And then they win every other game on their schedule. For sure. And Notre Dame won every other game on their schedule, just as Including convincingly Clemson. or not convincingly against Louisville. Oh, and gosh. 
And then they beat. And let me tell you, Vanderbilt is trash. (laughs) They didn't lose it. So is Louisville. I know, but I'm saying so not as going bad as Vanderbilt. Game. We already said they were both a wash. Stop yeah. going back to that and, game. And I think that I think that when you look at it, then do you think that Florida at number seven, full strength, is better than Clemson without Trevor Lawrence? I don't think they were. I think Clemson Florida without Trevor Lawrence was just as good as Florida full strength. That's actually probably. But but no, and the thing is, maybe but only because of those duds or, that or, or give Texas AM the better win. Say Florida's better than a Lawrenceless Clemson. And then, okay, so Texas AM has a small advantage. Next best win, Notre Dame beats North Carolina. AM's next best win is uh, Auburn, maybe? Like, I don't know who else their second best win. Like, our second best win was far and away better than theirs. So you compare the schedules. We have slightly better strength of schedule, and then you couldn't put A and M at three, right? Like you knew okay, Bama, okay. So you, you knew put, Bama was one, you knew Clemson was two at that time. Yeah. Okay, they were hot. <laughs> they were six and three at that time. They yeah, finished, they ranked, and then though, and they, and they, they they were ranked at the end of the year. They were ranked thirteen. Yeah. They finished yeah. eight and four, I think. They lost one more game. Yeah. So against Texas A&M, but you're acting like the massive win, and then A&M blows their doors off. No, no, no. But I'm not. I'm not saying it's an, an a massive win. A&M beat them by well, one schedule. Yeah, yeah. A&M beat them by 14, and um, so I wouldn't say it's blowing their doors off. They barely beat them, or not barely, but they beat them by 14. They beat them. That was again late in the or score. in the orange late touchdown score. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying though, like that that even if UNC wasn't amazing they were number 13 at the time AM doesn't have a second best win that's even close to that auburn is like maybe the only possibility but auburn wasn't awesome this year um and the thing is all that being said if you get rid of the schedule AM could not have been number three right so you were gonna put them at number four and i think the committee also looked at that and they're like we can't sneak AM at three to play Clemson. So it's going to have to be A&M Bama. We've seen A&M Bama and we saw them lose 54-26. Like we know how that game goes. So we can't rematch. You can't. That. that was three weeks into the season, just coming off COVID going, everyone can now play again. You can't. I don't do Soon as they were able to get everything lined up, everyone back, they win seven straight. And they won their first two. Yeah, but and I'm also looking at the teams. I'm looking at the teams that Tennessee, Notre Dame played. Auburn. South Florida was garbage. Louisville was garbage. Duke was garbage. Pitt was garbage. Boston College. Hold on. Let me check. Garbage. Garbage. Five and four. Five and four. Cuse. Let me check on that one. Oh, one and ten. Yeah, you guys played a real tough schedule. No, I'm not saying we played a tough schedule. Okay, they played a better schedule then. No. I'm saying the next best win, though. You have Okay, the next best win, win, but you got to look at the body of work. So, I mean, you beat mediocre teams. You you won two big games and then beat garbage teams. Yeah. And okay. they won one big game against Florida, and then no one. But I'm saying the rest of the teams that they played have a better schedule and won more games than the teams you played. All right, we're not going to come to a consensus Notre on Dame this. has a trash schedule every year, every year, and they'll go back to doing it next year when they leave the ACC. I think right, they're upset because Penn State is oh, trash. No, I, yeah. I wanted us to quit after the fifth game. Mizzou would have beaten Penn State this year. Kevin. 
everyone would have beat at Penn State. <laughs> you guys act like I was defending them through the year. I was what, not. <laughs> what Penn right. State did this year on the football field was more egregious than anything that's ever happened in the program's history. Wow. And we are definitely moving on. They should lose well, we start diving into Notre Dame. <laughs> nope, okay. nope, we're good. We're oh, good. Let me. let me. Next week. We are good. <laughs> we are good, boys. All right, let's go ahead into the NFL playoffs, gents. The NFL playoffs. Playoffs? Can you just go put Steelers? a Steelers hat on? You betcha. It's gonna be the playoffs, baby. It's going to be something, and I'm not excited for it. Honestly, I'm kind of terrified, but we'll get into that. So let me pull up the NFL playoff schedule here. Oh, I'm so excited for playoffs. Playoffs? <clears throat> I Oh, by the way, while you're pulling that up, do you guys like the uh, the one bye week and then the rest are wild card instead of two bye weeks? Or yeah, not, I do. Not two bye weeks, but two bye teams. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, it rewards – it makes the season more competitive. Yes, absolutely. I like that a lot. I you got to get that one seed. Yeah, I love the one seed being the buy, and then the rest just bat on it out. That's so fun. Yeah. All right, team, and that's great. Here we go, guys. We're going to start here with the Colts and the Bills on Saturday at twelve oh five p.m. This is going to be such a fun football game, but I am giving the edge to the Bills here. Um, I saw them beat my boys pretty darn good. I've seen them beat a lot of teams really. Uh, close games, really tough games. Josh Allen has solidified himself as a true starter in the league. Um, Stefan Diggs, holy crap. <laughs> this Imagine guy when is. You have a quarterback that can throw to Dude, you. <laughs> this guy is killing well, defenses. Did you see what Diggs turned Josh Allen? Like, Josh Allen was already pretty good. And what yeah. Diggs turned him into, though, is just Dude, like it, having one good receiver is insane. It changes everything. I, I do think that the Colts defense will prove a little bit difficult, but. I still think that the Bills just have a high-powered offense and the way they've been playing football, they're going to get a playoff win here. And the fans will be jumping through tables. Give the win to Buffalo. It's minus six and a half. Would you take it? Yes. I think the Bills yeah, are going to blow I'd the doors that. off the Colts. I think I'd take that. I think the Bills are the best team in football right now. They're the hottest, the way, I think. The way they ended the year and everything, I think they blow the doors off the Colts. Yeah. yeah uh, Bills, I was looking at their schedule here earlier today. Uh, their last three games, they put up 48, 38, and 56. Again, they're playing the Broncos, Patriots, and Dolphins, so take that for what you will. But I, they're but dude, so beating the Beating the Patriots is a big mental win for them, honestly. Definitely, yeah. And the Patriots that's, a big, that's, a, like, that's a team that's dominated you for 20 years. That's yeah. a big mental win. A big 38 to 9, like that's that's a huge win. It feels good last yeah. week. I mean, yeah. they're going into the playoffs so hot. I, I would take – Minus six and a half. Like, I'm going to put stupid money on that. I think, I think that's so low. And when Justin doesn't come to the cast next week because his wife is murdered. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When we see the Colts pull an upset, (laughs) upset victory. We we just see Uh, Lisa join the cast next week. Justin's gone on a trip. Oh, yeah. Justin's not going to be able to join. (laughs) She's wearing my face. (laughs) <laughs> like your hair looks way longer than before i know it was longish but... she's doing the dwight from the office <sighs> yeah oh. <laughs> all right moving on the next saturday game 3 40 p.m it's the la rams and the seattle seahawks 
Boys, this is actually my least favorite game on the slate here. I could care less about this game. Because I think Seattle has been underperforming for most of the second half of the season. I'm really not convinced by their body of work this year. And also the Rams, I never put faith in Jared Goff. I I just don't think either of these teams are going to go very far. But since we have to pick one of them, I'm going to go with L.A. Because, again, I think Seahawks have been playing football that looks like they could lose any given week. MJ? I don't know. What's the line on this, boys? Uh, It was minus three earlier today. It's up to minus three and a half for Seahawks. Really? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm taking – You know what? Every time I put Seattle in a parlay, they've been the ones to blow it. I'm taking the Rams at plus three and a half. Yeah, plus three. I'd totally take Rams there, I think. I also also think they're going to win. Like, I think think they'll more than – you know, more than win – but I, I, the Seahawks, for the first, what, six weeks of the year, we're hearing about how Russell Wilson's so far they ahead and above beaters, everyone. Yeah. He was the MVP yeah. the first they, six weeks. Yeah. 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 And Absolutely. then they just, he, I mean, that game against Arizona, he threw, what, four interceptions, three interceptions? Did not look good. Did not yeah. look good. Yeah. Cost me up. They barely beat the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they beat us by six. Like, yeah. Um, no, the, and then the there were some teams. crap calls. And there were some crap calls in that game. So, <laughs> The, the two games that they've played this year since they're in division, uh, Rams won on in, in November 23-16, and then most recently, I think it was two weeks ago, yeah, like right after Christmas, uh, Seahawks won 20-9. Um, <laughs> I don't like – so, that, so that tells me nothing. Like, I don't know. Anything. <laughs> I'm, not looking, told you nothing. Like, <laughs> I'm not looking forward at all to that game. I don't know if I'm going to bet it. I think, I think I like the Seahawks. I was going to tease it down to minus two for the Seahawks, but in that case, I'll probably just take the Rams plus three and a half. I think the Seahawks win by a field goal. Yeah. And then the, uh, the nightcap there on the Saturday games, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington football team. Hilarious that Washington gets the host this game. Just want to point that out. How funny that is. Um, But uh, Chase Young says he's coming after the goat. Um, let's see how that plays care. out for that's, him. That's not, happening. I think, that's not I think happening. Tom Brady's going to drop like four touchdowns on this defense if at minimum. Um, and I think that Tampa Bay ransacks Washington and gets out of there with a big win. I think the same exact thing. I think what will happen is you're going to see a lot of quick slant routes across the middle. Tom's just going to get the ball out so fast that that front line's not going to be able to yeah. get to him. And then they're going to destroy that secondary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too much firepower, and I'm sorry, man. Well, the Bucks have, we have a good defense. Is Evans? Is he? What happened? I I I don't I don't know, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. Think, I don't yeah. think it's gonna matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, even I, if I, without Evans, you've got Goblin and AB. So whatever, have fun. Yeah, I, I don't think it matters. And honestly, man, I think the Bucks line are gonna get to Smith if he starts. He yeah. he's not mobile at all, and that plays right into their hands. Like. When Brady's the most mobile quarterback starting in the game, that that tells you right there. <laughs> yeah, this has yeah. Sue trying to purposely injure someone that almost died written all over it. Like, yeah. well, the Eagles <laughs> tried that the other night, so that was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Not you a know, good look. <laughs> Buccaneers. The thing is, though, they've been so weirdly up and down. Like, I don't know what the. I they're gonna win. I know that. It's just line wise, they're minus eight. Um. So that always freaks me out, especially in a playoff game. Yeah, um, that's a bit big. Over a touchdown. 
You never yeah, know. Dude, their There's losses. Like... I'm looking at their losses. I mean, they lost to the Saints twice. Whatever. Saints are a really good yeah, team. Yeah. But the Bears' loss makes no sense. Um, the Rams' they... loss makes no sense. They beat the Giants by two. Um, yeah. They beat uh, – the, or they lost to the Rams. They uh... – You know what? They, they almost have that – I mean, I hate to put it this way, but the Steelers have done it so much. I have to say it. They have that Steelers syndrome of they play down to their opponent's level. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, it, it makes no sense. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I don't, I don't think I'm even going to touch this game at all. <laughs> yeah. the, the spread or total, I think it's over under 44 and a half. Like, I don't know what to even touch with that, but I think, they I mean, I just, sure. I just don't know how you lose to the bears 19 to 20 and then blow the doors off the Packers the very next week. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, but it so is going Bucks, Brady, the playoffs. I'll go the bucks. Yeah. I'm not betting anything on that though. All right. The Sunday slate of games, uh, the early one, 1205, I'm sorry, 105 for you East coasters. It's, it's okay. Uh, Ravens at Titans. Um, this actually, I think, will be a really, really close game. This is going to be one that's fought really no hard. I, I yeah, no I idea. don't know who's going to win this game. Which I just Ryan a little bit looking at it. I was like, uh. my idea is like, which Ryan Tannehill is going to show up? Which Lamar Jackson's going to show up? Like, I just there's a lot of variables here. So why, why I am going to go Titans. Because I like Mike Vrabel and because I do believe in him and I know, you know, what he did with this team last year, taking them as far as they did. I really believe in what he can do in the playoffs. He's shown that he can win some games. I'm going to go with the Titans over the Ravens who have had some weird losses this year. Not that the Titans haven't, but, you know. Hey, what's Tennessee. killing me is if any defense in the world would just figure out, hey, we can't let Lamar throw down the middle, you take away the passing game. You literally yeah. take it away. We can't let him throw in the middle. Yep. Um, the Titans, man, Tannehill, that just shows how He's bad it solid. was in Miami. When, which, you know, it shows how bad it was in Miami when he was Oh, there. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Titans, I think. But I think Tannehill has a monster game. And I think I, – I don't think Henry will just because he's going to attract so much of the attention. Not right. that he – I still think he puts up 60 to 80 yards, but I don't think – But I think the story players. is Tannehill in the passing game. I yeah, agree. Yes. Yeah. I think Doesn't... A.J. Brown has a big, big game. Yeah. Yeah. When they played – they played earlier this year. Titans won 30 to 24 in overtime. Um, I was trying to look at that earlier today. I have it back up now. I mean, Lamar had a classic Lamar game of like 186 passing and 50 rushing. He didn't have a great game at all. So they kind of bottled him up. I don't know. I, I'm going to go Titans. I'll go Titans. I think Baltimore's actually favored. Am I? Yeah, Baltimore's favored by three and a half. Um, so I like the Titans plus three and a half. I think it's just going to be a ground game, the opposite of a shootout. I think each team's yeah. going to run 35 plus times. It's a defensive and running game for yeah. sure. You tell me when teams have a good running back, they run him. Well, that's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude, is, you would think you would think J.K. Dobbins is better than Miles Sanders because they at least run him dude, sixteen times a as game. As a Steelers fan, where our entire history has been predicated on the run and defense, and we don't have a good running back, so it's just like it's a it's a mess. I, get you, I think you finished the season ranked 29th in rushing. It's it's unreal. Um, the second game on the Sunday slate: the Bears and the Saints. This game will be more interesting than people think. Okay, here's the deal. Saints are definitely the best team in the NFC. I'm not saying that they're not. But the Bears have been putting together some really impressive performances leading into the playoffs that make me think they should not be overlooked. Um, Mitchell Trubisky has actually taken care of the ball 
and been making some good plays. This defense has really stepped up. They don't have double doink as their kicker. I mean, you got to give the Bears a decent look here. I do think the Saints still win, but I'm just saying the Chicago Bears cannot be overlooked by New Orleans because they could win. <clears throat> this is not the Nick Foles Bears. <laughs> and if you look at their uh, schedule, uh, Saints did beat the Bears by three in overtime earlier this season. Yeah. So it was a three-point game. I mean, now that was beginning was of November. Or was that uh, no, no, it was Drew. It was Drew Brees. All right. Well, there um, you go. Yeah, Drew Brees. Uh, I don't believe. Michael yeah, but Nick Thomas Foles was playing that game. N- Nick Foles, and that's was that's that uh, that's actually a plus then for the Bears because Trubisky's been playing so well. Yeah, Trubisky has been playing really well. I'll go. I'll go that's Saints, tough. but but <laughs> now that Kevin says that, and I see the, <laughs> and I see what this what ended up happening last What's the game. Spread? The spread's uh, minus ten for the Saints. Oh, oh, I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't touch right? that at all. So, like Bears plus ten, that might not be a bad bet. <laughs> no, that's not a bad play. <laughs> and David, dude, David Montgomery has looked out of his mind yes, the past couple weeks too. He's looked really, really good. Yes, he has. Oh, I yeah, I think I'm taking. I'm putting that in right now. Bears plus ten. <laughs> and Titans plus three and a half. I'm going back through all my picks here, and making sure I pick them. Rams plus three and a half. All right. Yeah, keep those marked because I think we have similar picks, and I want to put yeah. that together. Um, MJ, you're, you're going Saints or Bears here? I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is so hard. I'm going this will Saints, be a fun I'm game. Going, a fun I'm game. going Saints. I'm going Saints. Yeah. I think they win by – and I, I also think they win by more than 10. I think that mm. the Bears are finally going to show up and beat the Bears. We'll find out. Am I reading Am I reading this right? Hold on. This can't be right. Hmm. Michael Thomas had no touchdowns this year. He got hurt. He was hurt like most of the year. Yeah. I don't think he played at all. Still. He played like three you, games. I mean, as good as he is, he should fall into the end zone. <laughs> should, oh, yeah. That's the meme I read earlier. Zach Prescott had more receiving touchdowns than Michael Thomas. <laughs> the final game of the weekend is the uh, an AFC North uh, second week in a row rematch between the Browns and the Steelers. Boys, first things first. I'm going to give you my fan prediction. I'm terrified. I'm horrified to have ah, to play the Browns. Ah, 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 I am very scared. <laughs> I am very, very scared because here's, here's why I'm worried. And then I'll give you, give you my pick. But the reason I'm worried about this game is I'm still not a full believer in Baker Mayfield. I'm just not. It's not the fact that I don't think this guy could be good in the league. I really, I think that he could be, but also Baker. we've seen him have enough games where if there's not good pressure on, like if he's not under pressure and needs to be the hero, he doesn't play well. He just like he plays better under pressure than just as a normal quarterback. And we've seen a lot of ebb and flow in his game, a lot of ups and downs. So I'm not ready to write off and say this guy is a legit guy in this league. That being said, he has put together some gems this year. Um, and when you look at the Steelers and who they've lost on defense, you know, the guys that were going to contain him in Dupree, um, in uh, Bush and then Spillane, his backup, who ended up playing so well. Like, there's a lot missing from the pass rush that was so dominant early in the year. So, TJ Watt's gonna have to step up, Tuit's gonna have to get in there, Hayward, and they're gonna have to stay healthy. And that's the only way I think that they make Baker Mayfield look like pedestrian Baker Mayfield. Um, on the offensive side of the ball for the Steelers, Ben has to look the way he did in the second half of the last game he played. 
That was the, some of the best football he threw all year because he was throwing the deep ball. They were getting connections. They looked like a more complete offense other than the fact that they can't run the football. Like, and here's the thing. If you can't run the ball and you're only doing the short stuff, you're one-dimensional. But if you can at least spread the field, go down the field a little bit, that gives Ben some wiggle room to work with. And I think that's where they can be successful. So if all that comes into play the way that it can, I'm going with the Steelers by seven at the most. I am taking the Steelers. I do think this could be a three-point game, and I do think the Browns can win. And do you know how scary it is as a Steelers fan who we haven't played the Browns in the playoffs since 2003? If we lose to Cleveland, I can't I can't leave my house. <laughs> like, I know that they're like, this is a good Cleveland team, but it's still the Browns, boys. It's the Browns. I can't lose to the Browns. Would you All rather right, lose the Browns in the wild card or win four games in a season, Kevin? Last time we played them, <laughs> yeah. you know who scored the game-winning touchdown for Pittsburgh? Chris Fuhamatu Ma'afala, the best name in football history. You bite your tongue. Watch anyway, your he go Steelers. I'm really scared. You guys take this. <laughs> What's the line, by the way? I didn't even look at Minus the... six, I think, Steelers. For Pittsburgh? Oh, wow. That's, I think, generous, but... Um, I don't think I'd take them at minus six, though. Yeah, I think Steelers beat the Browns 38-7 to early on in the season. The Browns didn't yeah. have Chubb. Um, and then the uh, Browns obviously beat the Steelers last week. And Only Steelers didn't have Ben. with a Mason Rudolph yeah. comeback there. So I don't think that tells us much, um, either of those. I think the Browns keep it on the ground. The one, one thing I think the Steelers do have going for them, the Browns are getting ravaged by COVID right now. Yeah, they're not able to practice. They haven't been able coach. to practice. Can't they don't have their coach there. for the game. Yeah, so like, I think that there's a lot going against the Browns right now. Um, like so like you said, I, it's it's a possibility the Browns could win, but I think that those rivalry games, man, they're so tough. <laughs> I think this is about as good of a draw as the Steelers could have got. Is a COVID ridden team that they already yeah. know. Yeah. Um, especially like a second week in a row seeing them. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing, awesome. though, that does also go against the Steelers that I would say is that I always have a weird feeling about teams that rest their their players. Especially when we just got that rhythm. Yeah. And they have looked yeah. bad all year. Rhythm-wise, yeah. they haven't looked good. We haven't I, had rhythm. You guys it takes were a whole 11, half. <laughs> you were 11-0, <laughs> and I was screaming from the mountaintops that they were fake news 11-0. They hadn't played anyone. They were squeaking by. They didn't put a whole game together. I understand Ben did look a lot better in the beginning of the year, though, than he did the last couple yeah. of years. Fun fact. Give credit only credit seven to. starters from the Browns played all 16 games this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, so I'll go. Speaking of rhythm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet this one at all, honestly. I can't. I, I can't. My heart can't take it. Game. I can't bet um, this game. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Browns. I think this is one of those games, Kevin, you just forementioned where the pressure is on yeah. Baker. It's so scary. I, <laughs> it's so scary. I, I think defense is going to oh, – this probably come back to bite me, but I think defense is going to be nothing in this game. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think Ben has a big game. I think Baker has a big game, but I think Chubb and Kamara are just going to – or sorry, not Kamara, uh, Cream Hunt – I was, was going to say, oh, my God, if they had Chubb and Kamara, I'd be saying Browns by 30. They, they stole Kareem Hunt for $15 million. Anyway, um, I think they're going to – if the Browns win, 
Can I just say real quick, real quick, this is hilarious. This is hilarious to me that even now, when we see a Browns team that even looks good, it's still this hard to take them. Uh, No, Kev, I'm not worried about them not being good. It's all the COVID nonsense. If If they didn't have COVID. If they were at full strength, I'm taking the Browns. I'd probably take the Browns too. Interesting. Interesting. But they're not, and it's, I, yeah, I don't think I can take them. Yeah, and the home field advantage doesn't really count this year, which is kind of no. a bummer. Steelers. I'll probably – Did you see really the Simpsons the called another thing? No. The Simpsons had the Bills in the playoffs with socially distanced fans a couple of years ago. Dude, they are – they have some <laughs> they're premonitions on top over of there. stuff. That's real <laughs> scary. <laughs> They literally had it's it's Homer sitting in the crowd, and the next closest guy is like diagonal from him, and it's the Bills in the playoffs. Uh, All right, boys. Well, that's where we have it. Um, so this is yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I don't um, want to do gonna, Browns plus six, but I'm doing Browns plus six. <laughs> and we're finishing up here now with the NHL. Uh, the NHL season is going to start next Wednesday night. We've got a triple header of games. Um, it's a new look for the NHL. Um, there's, they have realigned divisions this year, which we're going to get into a little bit because while I like some of the idea, I kind of hate some of the idea. Um, so let me go ahead and find these divisions here. All right. So wait, where are we at here? Wait, where are we? Where'd we go? We're in the central. Oh, we are going to finish dead last in that division. I just we'll realized that I, I picked oh, oh. four of five, four of the five games that I actually bet for the weekend in NFL were the dogs on the spread. I don't like that. <laughs> so, boys, what, what I kind of want to do here first, I just want to look at these divisions here. So, again, the NHL has broken into geographically safer, I guess, areas because of the pandemic. But I got to point out just a couple weird things about this. So, and I guess it is difficult to throw some of these in there because you have some interestingly placed teams. But looking at the Central Division, how the heck are the St. Louis Blues not in the Central Division? You could easily put the Dallas Stars, who are currently in the Central, in the West and put the Blues in the Central. Not entirely sure why that's a thing. Um, Dallas is further West than St. Louis. So... I don't really get that one. Um, you know, Tampa Bay could have been in the East, but again, all those other teams, I mean, it just makes most, well, you could have put the Penguins, I guess, in the Central because they're further, like, near Ohio. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. Yeah, like, Dallas is pretty these... dead Central. It's, like, literally yeah. in the middle of the country. Yeah, If but you're looking at a map, it is it is pretty much but I'm saying yeah, but, but I'm it's saying further west than St. Louis yeah it's to the east of like that's what I don't get it doesn't make any sense to me when it comes to those two at least like I don't mind if Dallas is in the central but why is St. Louis not it's kind of crazy I um, love there being a fully Canadian division that is awesome that is the thing I love that there is just we're going to see some awesome Canadian hockey going on oh they're missing one where's that trash can Ooh, USA. They're, missing, they're USA. missing a team there. Where's that USA. trash can at? <laughs> but uh, the team, you know, of course, that we're very interested to see. That'd be so bad. Up Kevin, here. I can't, I can't get my hopes up for anything else. I, I got my hopes up for Duke. They're garbage. I got my hopes up for the Eagles. They were trash. Pistons. <laughs> Your rookie got hurt. Your other rookie's pretty good though. 
Yes. Let's go ahead and go division by division, boys. And I want you to kind of give you a little outlook and who you think is going to win each division. Um, you'll start with the central. Um, I do think this is again going to be the this will be the lightning, the uh, defending Stanley Cup champs. They're healthier. They've got such great players. I think Braden Point's going to have a humongous year. Uh, they do have Kucherov out for the season, which is a huge loss, but they still have Victor Hedman. They still have uh, Vasilevsky and goal. I mean, they've got <laughs> such studs on that team. I do believe that the Lightning win that division. I will say this about our Detroit Red Wings, though, MJ. I am a lot more excited about them in the sense that I think they're actually going to be competitive. They're not going to be as bad as they were last year. I can safely say that. It's harder to be worse than you were last year. I do trust what Steve Eiserman has done. They got new guys like Nemesnikov, Bobby Ryan. They've got some veteran help You're there. You're making up words right now. <laughs> to, make, to make this team uh, have a lot more uh, solidified lines. They have a new goalie in Thomas Grice. I am definitely way more excited to watch Detroit this year than in years past. In Stevie, we trust. Uh, that being said, they're going to get train wrecked by a lot of these teams. But I do think that they're going to look better. But the Lightning take the central. MJ, who are you taking? I mean, I'm going with the Stanley Cup winners. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the Lightning. Also, I don't like the way they broke these up, honestly. They should have just had one large campus where all the teams were. Because after Probably. seeing all the feedback from the bubble, every coach and hockey player loved the fact that even the guys that lost were sad they had to leave. They got to drink and they got to play hockey. Constantly. Yeah, they were just hanging out. Yeah. yeah, I, just, so yeah I, I understand yeah. why they did it, but I think a massive bubble would have been a lot more fun. I think we would have had more fights, too. But I think Tampa Bay <laughs> – I think Tampa Bay wins it. I think they're going to keep rolling. Um, is it Dallas that we think's on the downturn? They're the guy they miss. They pretty much Dallas their window may have year. had a fluke season. Honestly, I, I really? don't really, I don't know the story on them yet until I see what they do I this think, year. Uh, uh, Tyler Sagan's out. I think until isn't like, Benny Bishop hurt too? I think so. I know Sagan's yeah. out until like uh, April. I'm pretty sure. Yeesh, that's that's real bad. Which at <laughs> that point, it's like, what are we even doing? <laughs> but, yeah, that's real bad. That's real bad. Hey, Kev, I'm looking at the odds to win the Central right now. Plus 45 for the Red Wings? Plus 4,500? Is that what it is? Plus 3,000? Uh, oh, that's what you got? I'll put, a, I'll put five bucks on that. <laughs> um, Worthy play? They're at plus 3,000. So, but oh. t- ooh, They have the Hurricanes right behind the Lightning. Oh, they have Dallas that at number three. That doesn't surprise me. They have Dallas at number three at plus 450. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of last year, I would assume – yeah. But with these injuries, I don't think that ends up. The Hurricanes are actually who Detroit opens with, which is not going to be fun because they are really good. You know the what? Thing is I, that... I'm putting 50 on the Red Wings to win this division. 50? 50. Bro, I have been a diehard Wings fan. If you have $50 to give away, though, that. I mean, it's why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, true, I guess. But you're donating at that point, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I remember when all those people put money on Leicester City that wasn't supposed to win? <laughs> that's fair. So that's fair. Boom. That's fair. What would you win at that? Fifty for five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I put. I put no. one. Five hundred dollars. Three. What are they? Plus plus, plus three. Ten dollars wins three hundred. So fifty would win five hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, screw it let's just throw a stack on it and we'll see what happens (laughs) i had uh the patriots plus ten thousand mid-year to win the super bowl so i just put put a dollar on it because i was like i'll literally just win a hundred dollars for no reason (laughs) but they didn't win so 
Okay. <laughs> I think Cam Newton threw for nine touchdowns. Did I read that right? Or it was something like that. Was, yeah, he had a, a pretty weird, bad year. Yeah, he had a bad year. But um, Justin, what's your thoughts on the Central? Uh, Lightning for sure. But I think that uh, the thing is, in this division, there's not too many dark horses. I think Dallas is on a downturn. I don't think Nashville's a division winner. Columbus is strangely low for me. I feel like Columbus. Did you see? Good. By the way, they might be shopping Line A. Or they might be Winnipeg? trying to get Line oh, A from Winnipeg. Yeah. They might be shopping um what's his name? Atkinson? Pierre Deloc, I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's good. They, um, they might do an even swap, which that'd be crazy. Line A in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I think I'll yeah, I'll definitely stick with Tampa with the Hurricanes being, you know, a possible second. Yeah, and the the one other thing I'll say that I'm at least excited about in the central is we get that uh, Red Wings Blackhawks rivalry again. Uh, that you know we lost when the Red Wings moved to the Eastern Conference, so that'll be fun. Unfortunately, they're both it's not be that like great. Two people with no arms trying to fight, but but there will be good fights, I think. <laughs> um, the East Division, Justin, your fly guys. Um, I do believe they actually have a shot to take the division this year. When you have some healthier people, you got Lindblom back. You've got uh, Nolan Patrick. You've got some guys on that roster that can really you know get out there and get after it. The Capitals, I don't. I don't know why people are as high on the Capitals as they are. I mean, they just got a Zdeno Chara who's super old, and that's just going to be weird seeing him in that uniform. Um, you know, you've got you've got a couple of different – I mean, you don't have Holtby anymore. It's just – it's a very interesting situation in Washington. The Bruins also look a little bit different. Um, honest to God, I'm going to – I cannot believe I'm doing this because I hate the Flyers, but I'm going to take the Flyers to be the division winners here. I do think, though, that the Sabres could actually be a big threat to them um, with the young talent on that squad. Um, Islanders, of course, don't overlook them either, but Barzal's holding out right now, so we don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but this could be a pretty close race in the East, but I'm going to give the edge to Philly. I can't do nope. anything with anything related to Philly. So It's, yeah, um, it's the Flyers. They're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, they'll get your hopes right here. Oh. They're going to go, go on a 17-game win streak and then immediately a 14-game losing streak like they always do. <laughs> the every Flyers are the equivalent to either the or the O's in the first half of the MLB season yep. or the Mets in the second half of the MLB season. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, shout out to the Mets getting Francisco Lindor. What a deal for them. And Carrasco, I think, too. Yeah, um, that's crazy. I feel like you just made up a word. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Bruins here. Really? Yeah, I think Bruins. I think that the Flyers make a push for it. I think they'll be like two, three, something like that. Um, so I, I don't think it's like going to be awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'd say Bruins second or Bruins first, Capitals second, Flyers probably third or fourth. Because the Islanders, they did wonders last year after losing Tavares. Um, you know, Barzal's insane. Did he get hurt or no? No, he's holding out. Oh, he's holding out. That's right. I knew there was something weird with him. Yeah, that's a bigger Um, issue, I think. Yeah, but I'll go like Bruins, Caps, Flyers, probably top three. Caps before Philly? Oh, I don't think so. According to this article, I don't know how old it is. (laughs) January 7th, it's today. Um, Bruins are plus 250 and the Flyers are plus 300. Well, it's the third team. Uh, Penguins are plus 450. Really? And then Caps at plus five, Islanders at plus six. Rangers at plus seven, and then we make a little bit of a jump. Rangers at plus seven. Interesting. Sabres are at plus 1,000, and then the Devils are at plus seven. Rangers are only plus seven because of Lafreniere. (laughs) I might take the 
Caps at plus 500. That's I mean, I don't think they're going to, but there's a chance they could. Yeah, <laughs> that, could be a, that could be a I read an article there. that said FanDuel would be legal in this state. What's going on? Dude, I'm waiting for that too. They kept – well, so Missouri actually had – in the spring, it was going to be on the docket to vote for legalizing like FanDuel and DraftKings Sportsbooks. And then when the pandemic hit, they were like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and put that off. I'm like, this is the perfect time for you to give us online sports betting. Did you see what in the month, uh, month of De- – was it December? No, November. Vegas processed $540 million <laughs> worth of betting and won $66 million of it. It's tremendous. Um, so, yeah, MJ, did you give – who did you say you were taking in the East? Justin said Bruins, but. Oh, I'll take the Bruins, yeah. You're going to take the Bruins? Okay. The West Division, uh, the Blues, weird that they're there. Um, Coyotes, Ducks, Sharks, Kings, Avs, Knights, and Wild. Um, oh, God. This is actually kind of a trash division. That's a weird one. The Blues have really lost some steam since they won the Cup. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm going to go with the abs here. I think the abs still have the strongest team out of all these guys. Um, they didn't really lose much. Nemesnikov went to Detroit, but other than that, they haven't really lost any big players. Um, so I'm going to go with Colorado here. I think the Golden Knights, of course, would be the, the second pick. But after that, I think there's a pretty big gap between a lot of these teams. The Ducks are not good. The Wild are mad. The Sharks have not been good. Um, the Kings, good luck. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think Colorado for sure. MJ or Justin? I'm going Vegas. Huh. Yeah, I'm between. What, really, are uh, what are the odds? What are the odds? Avalanche are at plus 180, and the Vegas are at plus 200. So that's close. And then that's there's a big, close. That's close. There's a point. big jump right after that because it yeah, goes St. That's... Louis plus 450, <laughs> yeah. and it goes the Coyotes plus 900, and yep. then the Wild Sharks and Kings are all. Oh, sorry, the Wild and Sharks are plus 1,000. Kings are plus 1,200, and then the Ducks are plus 1,400. So I think the Knights can edge that out. Yes, Jeez. I think Colorado is probably my actual my actual pick. Um, with the Blues being my my second pick, I, I'm not saying that I think I think the Golden Knights could definitely be first, but. I think that the blues having better odds or like, you know, higher odds. I, I like that. Yeah. They lost Petrangelo. They got a, didn't they get, what's his face from Boston? Uh, Boston defenseman, uh, Krug. I got Tari Krug kid. They got Krogan Hoffman. So Krogan Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. So they'll be, they'll be decent, yeah. but I'll, I'll go yeah. Colorado. And, and then finally, the North Division, basically Canada. It's just Canada. Um, this is going to be such a fun division to keep track of. And I'm going to say this, because Justin, you and I, I think, have this conversation every year leading up into the NHL season. Every year, the best team in Canada on paper is Toronto the last couple of years. I'd love Toronto. But yet again, I'm not picking them because they continually disappoint during the regular season. I actually think this year is finally the year that the Oilers really take a step forward with, um, you know, obviously nice. McDavid leading the way there with uh, 20 bucks each. Name? Let's put it on the senators to win that division. That's not a really terrible pick. Plus the senators 10, have made, Come on. Dude, the senators have made a ton of offseason acquisitions. They're plus 10,000. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I just, 
I absolutely love what the Edmonton Oilers uh, have done. I mean, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things where you've got such great talent on that team. Um, but I mean, McDavid, and not only that, but Leon Dreisaitl, basically, I think he had more points than McDavid last year. McDavid mm-hmm. had like a crazy amount of points. So you've got those guys, Dominic Cahoon, you've, I mean, it's Whoa. insane the kind of guys that they have. <laughs> Ethan Bear is Whoa. one of Ethan Bear is a stud defenseman. Shoulder check. Um, so I really do, I really do think that um that the Oilers take a step forward in this one and, and take the Canadian division. So I'm blowing past it, boys. Justin, <laughs> who are you taking in the Canadian division? Well. <laughs> um Jeez, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue with my my Leafs love. But you're wrong every time. Exactly, but that means that I have to be right at some point soon. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Ask my DraftKings account while I keep making deposits. To <laughs> Dude, I went on a he- uh, a heater for a while of like 28, 29 straight wins, where I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I didn't win for during the college football season. I think the last three weeks, I, lo- I lost almost every bet that I made. Like, <laughs> legitimately, it was like uh, one in like 57 or something. Dude, three was it two weeks ago? It was the Rockets' third game when they played Denver, I think. Mm. I did an in game parlay. I'm picking players that have no business being picked. Yeah, they'll score over that many points. I check it the next morning. James Harden was at 34 and a half. He scored. 34. Oh. He missed six free throws. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, I've actually been making a ton of money on NBA, um, like live, uh, like uh, quarter, quarter spreads, like first way, quarter. Speaking of uh, sports gambling, I, I have a friend that this past weekend, he put together a FanDuel lineup, didn't check it all day until the Raiders-Broncos game. He was number one of 400,000 people at $300,000 on a $4.40 entry fee. <laughs> he said he wished he never looked because then he wouldn't have got excited. Um, Waller caught a pass that knocked him to second. Waller got the two-point conversion that knocked him to third. And then because, you know, the Broncos are idiots, they went for a field goal and they blocked it. That knocked him to fourth, won 20 grand on a four dollar wow. entry oh yeah. that's not a said, bad consolation but, but he said it yeah. like this he's like did i lose 280 or did i win <laughs> no, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but literally the last so, minute of the game cost him two hundred eighty thousand. <laughs> so mj who's your take in the north i want to say the senators now but that's ridiculous um take toronto no i i i don't watch a lot of hockey but i watch enough to know that they Grew the pooch every year. Yeah, you're the like, better. They're I'm young team. The Oilers. Better. Oilers. All right. Oilers. Yeah, but the um, Oilers goaltending's booty. It might not need to matter. <laughs> True. I mean, they they'll score four or five a game. So yeah, it, might it might not matter. Not matter. But... Yeah. Um, all right. Time for the way too early Stanley Cup championship pick, boys. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. We what? do it every year. We do it every year. <laughs> Justin, who's your Stanley Cup champion for the 2021 season? Hold on, let me pull up my divisions again so I can make sure I'm, it's not going to be the Leafs. Um, <laughs> Good. <sighs> let me see. Kev, I'm taking the Carolina Hurricanes. Wait, how is wow. the playoffs even set up this year? No, all well, the teams that make it and teams that don't. 
I know that, but like <laughs> normally they do the top eight in each conference, but there's not conferences, are there? No, it's just divisions. I don't know what the heck's happening. Um, uh, why can I not get it so that my divisions are all together? Um, oh, there we go. Now we're good. Uh, Colorado, maybe? So, MJ, you have the Hurricanes. You have Colorado. I'm taking the Carolina Hurricanes. I am going to say... Oh, God. Pick the Flyers. They were up there for me. But I'm going to go back-to-back repeat with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Flyers are plus 15. So make sure we mark those down so we can remember if any of us... I'm going to bet mine right now. Guys, I mean, we honestly don't have to mark them down. We just have to come back and watch this. <laughs> we'll know what we said. <laughs> oh, my phone died. I can't bet it. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's going to be an awesome season. I cannot wait for the puck to drop next week. Um, I don't know. Let's Dude, move into our Detroit. Detroit's plus 15,000 to win the cup. <laughs> Five bucks. Putting it down. Team. Putting it down, baby. Stevie Y magic right here. Ugh, they're bad. They're so bad. That's why <laughs> they're not. So yes, excited. they're bad. Yes, they're bad, but they're, they're not bad. as bad as last year. Kevin, that's like comparing dog crap to horse crap. It's still it crap. is, but but, but it's easier you can to pick, pick it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Optimism. Horse, no, horse crap's actually useful. Dog crap is not. All right, fair point. Um, and it tastes all right. Uh, last low. things last, boys. <laughs> Uh, MJ, starting with you, what's your LTL for kicking off season three here? I don't, I don't know what I want to talk about here because there's so much. I think I'm going to go with Duke not being that good. It's very rare for them not to be that good. I think – did they get back above 500? Uh, Duke? I don't I – don't, I literally haven't even been, like, paying attention to them anymore because both of our teams are so bad. Um, Mizzou's ranked. Mizzou, yeah, but didn't they? Mizzou just, is fake news. They are yeah, fake news. They right just lost right now. The, yeah, Duke's Duke's twenty one in the country. Do you know how I'm not used to seeing that? Like, yeah, I, I uh, they're not doing like. And Kentucky's awful. garbage. <laughs> well, that Kentucky, that's Calipari's fault. He, Kentucky he, went on a run of bad games to start the season. I think oh, they were like they played like top ten teams back to back to back to back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very I'm very not impressed with Duke considering the class they usually get every year. I think they're still I don't know what's going on. I mean they're four they haven't played that many games. Weren't did they have a COVID deal? Uh because I know they're four and two, and the rest of the teams have played like ten or twelve games. Hold on. To be announced. Oh yeah, they missed the Georgia Tech. Oh wait, no, these would TBD be no? That's they're not... like upcoming. Yeah, but all the rest of the games of their their season are laid out. I don't know why these are not. Oh, they know. might be the COVID games. I know UNC. Uh, they're seven and four. They haven't been awesome. No, they got housed okay. by Iowa. That one. I, I just think. Yeah, I'm so used to seeing them being in the top ten that I'm kind of worried. This may be the one year where I don't make a bracket that has Duke winning. <laughs> well, I think Coach K's teams always for years and years and years were um, like third or fourth year guys. 
And I think that the one and done deal is actually catching up to Duke a little bit. I don't know that's if they were point. were that's built built for well, this. But that's when they started winning years. more when he finally accepted the one and dones. But I see what you're saying. Sort that of. They've yeah. always had a, a you know ridiculous freshman, but they've had two or three juniors or seniors to balance that out. Exactly. And they don't. And when have you that have right like when you have Zion, R.J. Barrett and cam reddish all come to your school and all leave in one year it's kind of like a a gut punch when you you know when you don't win it but yeah i i I really don't recognize one name on this roster right now (laughs) um oh wendell moore that's 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 the only one i recognize (laughs) but yeah my last thing's last duke not being in the top 10 throwing me off justin me <laughs> he's trying to think of one kevin give him a minute. no i literally just had one and now i lost it but i'm uh, it's, it's gonna come back to me don't you oh got it um this james harden deal there's all this talk about how he's gonna get traded he's demanding a trade wants to force his way out to brooklyn uh the what brooklyn had to give them involved spencer dinwiddie and then dinwiddie tears his acl and now it's like or achilles whatever it was and now um that's kind of a weird thing but there's all this talk about the Sixers and James Harden putting Daryl Morey back with, with James Harden. And the main piece of the whole puzzle is Ben Simmons. And then to start the season now, the Sixers are six and one and just outscoring everyone. And Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid all of a sudden can play together. And Seth Curry shooting it's lights out. because you have a Hall of Fame coach. And they look amazing. So my last thing's last is, I don't know if it makes sense to get rid of Ben Simmons at this point now. I know I James Harden's better, but like I feel like that's a weird match with like him and Joel Embiid. I don't know if you shake up the chemistry that's going on right now because they're obviously doing really well. I, I don't think I don't think Harden fits anywhere. Honestly, no one's going to give up the assets to get him, knowing he wants full control of the franchise and his ball his ball usage. That's not going to work with Embiid. I mean. Howard didn't work with him. Capella didn't work with him. I mean, and Embiid's going to clog up the lane, which, you know, when Harden does put his head down, he goes to the lane. I mean, look how many times he goes to the free throw line. I don't think anyone – I think the Rockets are stuck with him until he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't see anyone giving up the capital that the Rockets want. I see a team doing it just for the publicity jersey sales, like, get him in but i don't think that it's going to be a contender like it was supposed to be you know like it was supposed to be brooklyn's uh miami philly it was supposed to be uh, miami should I, I why miami ever consider that their team is fine well miami was talking hero duncan robinson um maybe that pressure the new rookie that we got who's basically bam 2.0 um yeah let's get rid of two of the guys that got you to the finals that exactly makes sense. and then like four picks and i guess pat riley just said like publicly that they're out on james harden now because like why but um that's, that's yeah. too much and i don't think i don't think him and jimmy butler get along whatsoever dude. no and i think the it's sec- one of those weird the second things- that harden's not showing up to like meetings or anything yeah i think it's one of those weird things where harden is maybe a top 10 15 all-time great offensive player um regular season offensive regu- player. regular season for sure i don't think you his style you can win in the playoffs with no um yeah so i think that you mortgage your entire team like if you're the sixers there's a chance they can make the championship this year 
I think you mortgage that for possibly more regular season success, but then you're going to get blasted in the finals or not even the finals second round when James Harden's shooting two of 18 every game. Yeah. My, um, my last thing's last is that there is a team that is not in the NFL playoffs that should have been, and it's all their fault. The Miami dolphins who I still think are a season or two away because that defense needs to be beefed up. I guarantee you they would have won a playoff spot this year had they played Fitzmagic all year instead of Tua. There was no reason for Brian Flores to say, let's throw this young guy in already when we're winning with this guy. Everybody likes playing with this guy. Let Tua continue to grow and learn. And he threw him in too early and look what happened. Tua did not have a great season. He had a couple decent games, did not have a great season. And it's because they did what the Browns have done for so many years, throw a guy in too soon and he's, he just gets demolished. I guarantee you that this team would not have been in a need help situation had they played Fitzpatrick for the, for the bulk of the season. So I think that's on Brian Flores who did coach a great year. And I think the dolphins are, they got some great, great time ahead, but that's just a, that's a miss for me. You got to play the guy that's winning your games. Yeah. I, I was completely blown away by them putting two in. And if you're looking at two compared to the other rookies from this year and last year, He's nowhere near any of them. Not that great. Any of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think I think we kind of almost knew that going into the draft and everything. Like Herbert and Burrow put up numbers, right? Passing wise, Tua was. I think Burrow's going to come back and be a stud. I think yeah. Tua was just at Alabama. I, yeah. I think that's what it was. Tua was at Alabama, and the people that were it was between a. Uh, who the first Bama receiver was going to be was Jerry Judy or Henry Ruggs. And then, oh yeah, they had Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith who are both going to be first round picks this year. So we had four of the best receivers in college football last year. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you're going to win some games and you're going to yeah, look pretty I mean, good. It's, although, I, although I think the LSU year statistically, that was the best offense ever in college football. Burrow is one of the main reasons for that. That guy was soon as he got cracked that one. Was that what game was that when he got absolutely demolished and then just went on a tear from there? I don't know um, what game it was. Uh, do you know he was was it plus two thousand or plus twenty thousand? It was plus it was plus two something. I think it was two thousand he was for Heisman um at the beginning wow. of that year. Yeah. He wasn't yeah because he, he was, was just a transfer. He was a transfer from Ohio State, just a no name like yeah kid who couldn't get on the field and then he oh, just yeah. torched think, the league. I think Justin will agree with this. I want to throw one more thing. Giants fans, get over yourself. Mm. How about I, not I be garbage the whole year? Then you don't have to depend on all four And this is in teams. the history of sports. Any team that is complaining that another team didn't help them win, that's on you because you didn't help yourself oh, win. Wait, wait, wait. They're not respecting the sanctity of the game. And Bob, shut up. I mean, they shut did, up. but that's not no, for the Giants. Is it is it wildly unreasonable? Um, I don't know. You know, the team that took out Carson Wentz, who's had three straight great years, and took him out having a bad year. Is it uh, totally out of the question when a quarterback goes seven for twenty with an interception that you're like, "Hey, you have a twenty percent quarterback rating. Maybe we're going to throw our backup in here quick." You know, like yeah. it's not like Hertz was throwing for freaking four hundred yards and they're like, "Take it out. We don't want to win." Like he was trash. They said in the media at the beginning of the game or before the game even started, like it was ten hours, twelve hours before the game started. And there were tweets about how Doug Peterson said they're going to get Sudfield playing time. Like it was planned from the beginning of the game. 
Hertz had a freaking awful game. He yeah. had a good game running, but, but he again, like giant, the Giants coach was it Joe Judge? Yeah, Joe Judge. Oh, like, high and mighty. Give me a break. I, give me a break. I think I, just from that, I hate the Giants more than I hate the Cowboys now. Like legitimately, when I saw Joe Judge start being all freaking holy about, I was like, "Oh, you piece of guy! I hope we smash you two times next year." Like, yeah, I like, don't even care about the Cowboys anymore. Like, screw the Giants, hate them. That was like the I was right. a couple was a couple years ago. The Cardinals needed like nine teams to do yeah. things in the last week of the season. So that they and then they did nine one team doesn't do it. Oh, we yeah. were so close. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah. You were not close. Do you know well, Kim, do you know who the Steelers depended on to get into the playoffs? No one. They just Nobody. won their games. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. All right, boys. This was great. Uh excited to for more to come this season here on the Last Things Last podcast. Go ahead and give us a like, subscribe, share with your friends, get involved in the conversation, and enjoy this weekend of playoff football. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty great. And so also excited. the NHL season starting next Wednesday. We'll have a cast next Thursday to talk about uh, the first night of hockey. So and change all of our Stanley Cup picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all going to be like, wow, we were way off. Um, all right, guys. Uh, 